you know, living in the heart of the natural gas and fracking industry, Mary, what does this campaign mean to you? For me, this movement, the Break Free from Plastic movement, um, is really important because of the values that it's based on and, and it's very intentional about putting those that are impacted most by the Listening to 90.7 FM WGXP Hey all you fine folks out in Radio Land. This is Jenny. And this is Amanda. From Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. A twice monthly show where you listen to us get excited about movies. Our love of movies is how we connect with each other and with listeners like you and with our larger community. But none of that could happen without WGXC Acre Hudson Catskill. They glue us all together. We want you to head to WGXC.org slash donate to pledge some cash now. And every month. To keep us. And the rest of the freaky, fun, fascinating programmers who call WGXC home on the air. Our community without WGXC is like a TV without tubes. Like Murtaugh without Riggs. Like Thelma without Louise. Like Wayne without Garth. Like Hocus without Pocus. Like Frodo without Sam. Like a fall without that one picture of Sigourney Weaver lounging on pumpkins. Don't forget to tune in to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda every second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. here on WGXC. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of FET Press in Hudson, New York. Sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. Radio and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement. You too can become a WGXC sustaining supporter by investing in community radio every month. Go to wgxc.org and click donate. Thank you for your support. WGXC helps you sleep at night and stay awake in the daytime. Whether at work or play, in good times and in bad, no matter the weather, community radio brings you local news, agricultural information, Music and sounds, oratory, and radio stews. 90.7 FM, WGXC. Welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. Here we are. It's five more days till Halloween, folks. So put on your silver shamrock masks, listen for the tone, see what happens when the night comes. Tonight is a very special show. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jenny. And in honor of the 10 years of radio for open ears, WGXC pledge drive, we are talking about haunted transmissions and scary sounds. That's right. So we're a movie show. We talk about movies that we love or maybe didn't love as much, but we always pick a theme. And the theme tonight is that because um, we want to keep independent radio on the air, folks. That's right. Uh, we're looking for money. <laughs> it's that very special time of year. Yes, it is the spooky season. However, it is also the season where we come to you, our hat in hand, saying, hello, you there. Do you enjoy listening to WGXC? I'm sure you do. You're listening to us right now. <laughs> right now. If exactly. you 
really want to keep us on the air and all the other amazing shows that WGXC provides, uh, why don't you scoot along over to WGXC.org slash donate and give us just, you know, a couple dollars a month. So fun and easy. So wonderful. So, so fun and easy. Uh, exactly like Jenny said, head to WGXC.org slash donate and uh, drop some coin, please. You can become a sustaining supporter like both Jenny and I are, which is where you pay a certain amount of money every month to keep us on the air. We would prefer that to be <laughs> honest, but uh, monthly, yeah, monthly, ideally sustaining supporter or just drop a massive amount of money if you're really flush right now. Uh you know. Sometimes it's easier to just do a big one instead of a bunch of little ones. Exactly. But, uh, you know, if you're feeling old fashioned and you're like, I don't know about that old internet, you can also give WGXC a call at 518-697-7400. And we'll gladly take your money that way instead. <laughs> exactly. I was just looking for the document with the, <laughs> the number. <laughs> with the number. Exactly. Um, so again, you're listening to dim the lights with Jenny and Amanda. We're on here every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. And we want to stay on here. Uh, that's right. Dear listener, dear please. listener, we love being here. We love being here and talking to you and hopefully you like being here and listening to us. Uh, and you know, if you want to keep just the best radio station on the whole planet alive, I don't know. It seems like a pretty small <laughs> ask to keep something so amazing around it's a small ask you know most radio stations are owned by huge corporations that's why you hear the same songs over and over again and maybe not even a live dj um i mean wgxc is important because it's a direct connection that our community has with each other and with the larger listening audience um but also it's nice to hear something different every time you tune in, you know? Yeah, it's really nice. I love it so much. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. All right. So uh, do we, we were going to try to do an Instagram live. We're going to figure it out, folks. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. I'm going to press the button right now and see what happens. Something press might happen. Oh, you are now live. This is the first time I've ever been live in my life, except on the radio. Um, let me see if I can invite you, Amanda. I believe right. I can. Uh, I oh. do have some uh, so one news item to share, uh, which was a useful. Oh, oh! The only problem is the sound is very funny because we have microphones. Exactly. And we're talking exactly. into our phones. This might but not I'm work, gonna, Amanda. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute my um, my phone, and I think maybe that'll that might work. Well, the only problem is that then if you were watching on Instagram live, you cannot hear us talking. Oh, I think my, <laughs> I just turned the sound down on my phone. Um, so I did I think... do that also, but it is still making sense. Well, okay, let's try it. Let's give it a whirl. You sound good to me. You look great. Oh, well, thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> let me see. I obviously don't know how to use Instagram because I'm struggling to mute this, but. Oh, it's all good. So folks, this is a way that um, because we are not coming at you live from the studio, we actually get to broadcast from our homes, which is an amazing thing. But we're going live on Instagram in case you're not driving around in your car. So this is a way that you can interact with us. You can send us a message about the stuff we're going to talk about, the movies we're going to talk about, or you can ask us how to donate right here, right now. Um, so tonight we're talking haunted transmissions and scary sounds great movie theme very exciting jenny um will you tell me about a scary sound you heard <laughs> i would love to tell you about a scary sound i heard and it's the sound of the instagram live echoing because i can't figure out how to turn off my sound <laughs> <laughs> it's very horrible to hear um i okay i was actually going to ask you i was going to ask you um okay you know when there's like scary sound compilations What's the scary sound that you hear that genuinely scares you? Because I have an answer. <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think somebody uh, whispering from a location that I can't, I don't know. Oh, that's a uh, really good answer. <laughs> that's horrible. So, so I know. Well, it's actually kind of relevant because I know we said our, our show theme is haunted transmissions and scary sounds. 
how I interpreted that with what I watched was that um, I actually just watched movies that was fe- horror movies that feature a radio host. And then I made a list of sounds in movies. That scared me. Wow, I love that. Okay, I also watched movies that featured radio hosts and then just listed movies that I was like, um, honorable mention of haunted transmissions. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, of course, one of one of the things that combines both is the reference I made when I first opened the show to Halloween 3, uh, John Carpenter's departure from Michael Myers' storyline, um, which is an amazing movie from, I have the year right here, from 1982, um, Halloween three has nothing to do with Michael Myers, who I actually really recently learned that he's also referred to as the shape, which yeah. is terrifying. I also just but, learned that too. Like in the script, they call him the shape. Yeah, exactly. Um, Halloween three is about a corporation that is producing Halloween masks that have a sinister and magical component to them that once the children who've purchased them and put them on listen to a tone that's played on Halloween night, the um, masks melt their faces and uh, snakes and spiders come out of their faces. It's just the best. Um, I love it so much. Exactly. So uh, there's an ad that runs through the whole movie on TV. That's uh, the silver shamrock um, which is the, the corporation making the mask. It's their theme song that's like, five more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And then this repetitive tone plays that triggers the mask. So that is a famous scary sound and haunted transmission. It's so good and scary. Um, dude, I got to stop this Instagram live because I'm just hearing it on a echo and I can't turn the sound. I don't know how, no to, I don't think I'm allowed to turn the sound off because I'm hosting it. No, it's all good. Um, Thanks, guys. We tried. We tried. We we'll do this you. another time. Then we figure more. it out. <laughs> Please tune in to WGXC, whether it's on a radio or online at WGXC.org. You can hear us. So uh, we'll try Instagram Live another time. We gave it a comment. Try. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Real fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we tried, folks, but again, <laughs> you can donate, which we really please hope that you do at WGXC.org slash donate or live call the radio station at 518-697-7400. That is 518-697-7400. Um, uh, I do. I have one little tidbit of movie news for you, of local movie news. Yeah. Um, so I heard from Tom and I just checked the Daily Freeman today. Uh, the upstate, so upstate sit films bought the old Orpheum Theater in Saugerties and yeah. it is it now a opening date. It will be opening November 4th. So yeah. we will have another theater to add to our roster, which is really exciting. That's uh, another, really exciting. Another little indie theater on the Socrates side. So something to keep an eye out for. Uh, that's a really great news for me, a Green County resident, because uh, movies are, movie theaters are a little hard to come by over here. <laughs> it's true. Um, They're out there. <laughs> I know. I actually just learned in me trying to plot when to go see Dune that the Wyndham movie theater is only, seems to only be screening on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, oh, and Sunday. Bummer. I know. Oh. So that's wonderful news. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Speaking of uh, new movies, <laughs> hey, hey, Amanda, you got any new movies to talk about before we get back into frightening horror? Horror. Um, you know what? I don't because I still haven't seen Dune. Um, I don't know if my parents are listening right now, but I they're visiting right now and we started it uh, the other night because it is indeed streaming which I felt kind of guilty about because I know there's nothing to feel guilty about because it's okay to avoid public spaces right now. Obviously it always is, but the director, Denis Villeneuve was like, no, no, you should see this in the theater. Um, but we started it the other night and my parents didn't get too far, uh, before feeling confused and, you know, (laughs) ready to take a break, (laughs) ready to take a break. So, um, I haven't seen Dune yet, uh, but I can tell you about a movie that's not necessarily new, but I did just watch and I got yes. very excited. Please. Um, I subscribed to the 
the horror movie network Shudder. Um, and on there they have, there's two of them. And I think a third one's coming out, but it's a documentary called um, In Search of Darkness, which is all about 80s horror movies. And specifically just the, that wonderful era of special effects. And it's so fun. It's a four hour documentary. (laughs) I did not watch it all in one night, but I had a blast because they interview amazing people in the industry, like John Carpenter and um, also uh, crush of the show, Barbara Crampton and many, many others Um, who Stuart Gordon and who's the actor that plays the reanimator? Oh, Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs is in it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So that is um, In Search of Darkness and it's streaming on Shutter, and I believe I'm sure elsewhere, though I'm not sure where else. That sounds Jenny. great. Wow. Fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Jenny, um, what new movies have you seen? Well, I did go see Dune. <laughs> So I can speak to Dune just slightly. Uh, I had a great time. Dune is very fun. I think that it's totally fine to watch it in your house if you don't want to go to the movie or don't want to or can't go to the movies. Not a big deal. The only thing that is like, I will say it's long. I found it to be gripping, but I know that I think I think that that's definitely affected by me being in a movie theater. Uh, And also the sound I found to be very exciting in a movie theater. So that would be like my pitch to you, not to you, because I know you want to, but to anybody else who's maybe like trying to decide where they want to see it. Totally. Pick a matinee, go hang out at your at your local theater and uh, maybe go see Dune if, if you're interested. But, you know, a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people liked it. I had a great time but I'm easy to please with a high budget, like vibes, primarily yeah. sci-fi. <laughs> I think I'm going to like it. Um, I know, like I said, Denis Villeneuve, the director said that he made the movie for the big screen. So it makes sense that the sounds are more gripping and fitting in a movie theater. <laughs> they are effective at, at, a, loud, uh, at a loud decibel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, as Jenny knows, I finished the audiobook of the first Dune and it was, I'd never read it before. It was amazing. I'm now on to the second book, Dune Messiah. Um, I love everybody very much and I'm very, very concerned <laughs> about everybody. <laughs> um, and, you know, knowing the story now, I understand why people were so very upset with the David Lynch one. Um which I'll always love no matter what. And it's easy actually uh, to separate it in my mind because the David Lynch one is a terrible adaptation, <laughs> like as an accuracy toward the original text, uh, but it's aesthetically rich. So it's always going to be re- really, really fun. Um, totally. You know, in the David Lynch one, there's the guild navigator, which is that creature that's in that large tank. Uh, and I didn't know until I was listening to the books that that creature doesn't even come in until the second book. But David Lynch just like couldn't help himself. He's like, like that thing's cool. Let's, <laughs> let's get it in there. Let's figure it out and get it in there. I love that. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, that's I mean, that's the only other new movie that I've seen recently. Uh, other Actually, that's not true. I did also recently watch M. Night Shyamalan's Old, which is technically new. <laughs> I was old. I I had a great time with old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, if you're a regular listener of the show, you may have already uh, sussed this out that I think pretty much every movie is fine. <laughs> like there are definitely some that I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, not great. And old, I will say, you know, it's existing in a heightened universe where things are very weird and people are speaking unlike real people. <laughs> However, did I enjoy every single second of old yes I did do I look wow. older because I went to the beach yes yes oh wow oh my gosh I'm I have not seen old I'm excited now that I have the Jenny seal of approval which is given out generously <laughs> it's true <laughs> you can't put much stock by my seal of approval but yeah, I will but I say this it. it's not boring <laughs> yeah and you know what that's kind of what I want yeah it's fun <laughs> it's like easy breezy you're gonna you're gonna have a good time it's also funny and it's like I think you're gonna enjoy that I told Jenny when I went to go see The Green Knight, I saw it at the drive-in, which was a bad choice. I think I talked about this on a previous show um, because it's 
it's all about the vibe and the visuals and it, it just, um, things don't appear very crisp at the drive-in. So that was part, took away from my enjoyment, but more than that was that old was playing on the next screen and I could not stop watching old. <laughs> Getting really distracted by old. I mean, it's, so it's gripping. <laughs> They're getting so old. They're getting so old so fast. Things just go. It's like, you know, it takes a little while for things to start getting going and old. And then as soon as they do, it's like, bam, a hundred things are happening all at once. It's so chaotic. And I uh, found it to be incredibly enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know that there's a big old twist. Um, Yeah. I mean, the twist is the least interesting part, I would argue. The, yeah. the beach the beach rapidly turning you old is absolutely the best part of the movie yeah that's kind of all I want I don't really need a twist but I I, I um I read the entire plot on the internet <laughs> which is a naughty naughty thing to do it's not good I love that no I think that's great <laughs> the bad habit that um I have when I'm worried about something is that yeah I, totally I'm trying to avoid it with Dune as well uh not the movie but the actual books oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> very worried about the characters so I have to not don't google them what happens yeah. um I did that with Dawson's Creek and that's why I had to stop watching Dawson's Creek yeah. because I read about um everything that happens to everyone <laughs> um, it's time to stop exactly <laughs> folks you are listening to WGXC Agra 90.7 FM And specifically, you're listening to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda, a show where we talk about movies. We being Jenny and Amanda um, talk about movies and we're on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month from seven to eight. And this month is the 10 years of radio for open ears pledge drive, which is when we get to ask you ruthlessly for money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's money. It's time and it's money well spent for real. Um, This is such a special, special radio station. Independent radio as a whole is a rare and beautiful creature that we want to keep around. Um, We have to save it. Uh, And you can do that. You can be a part of something absolutely unique and incredible by heading to wgxc.org slash donate. Uh, and becoming a sustaining supporter that would be great yeah we're really we're really looking for people who want to do like five dollars a month um you know set it on auto pay let it go it's really easy amanda and i are both sustaining supporters uh you know it's it's just such a such an easy way to be a part of this community and help to keep this thing going that is just so very special Uh, And it's just, there's nothing like turning on the radio station and hearing like a friend or somebody, you know, talking about something interesting or, you know, there's interviews with like local people who are working on really great projects and doing really important like mutual aid work. uh, And we get to hear news and just all of these really incredible, useful things. Uh, And there's also great music and you hear fun talk shows. Like there's something for everyone. And that's, Mm one of the really wonderful things about WGXC. Exactly. There really is something for everyone. Um, And like you said, news, you get to hear local news, which, um, you know, there are uh, publications you can read to get that, but it is nice to be able to check in much like hearing the weather report on the radio, check in every day with the daily news um, all in one place. And that's both online on the WGXC website and on air. Um, yes, it's, you know, Steve Irwin said about the environment and animals, but I'm going to apply it to independent (laughs) radio. Steve Irwin, rest in peace, said humans want to save what they love. Um, wow. (laughs) I was like, how are you going to apply a Steve Irwin quote to the radio? But you did it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's time to fall in love with WGXC and want to save it with every fiber of your beautiful being (laughs) yes oh my god amanda (laughs) feeling very uh emotional um yeah that rain the rain makes everybody emotional uh so again you're listening to dim the lights
Nate and Amanda, a show where we talk about movies. And for every episode, we pick a theme. And because it is the best month of all time, October, because <laughs> it's the month that houses Halloween, um, we will always talk about scary movies around this time of year, but we're tying in the pledge drive. So our theme is haunted transmissions and scary sounds. Uh, Jenny. Yes. Jenny, thank you for making a scary sound. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell me about a movie that you watched for our theme? I absolutely can. Uh, I watched two movies that take place entirely inside of radio stations, which was really fun. Uh, what a great like way to make a low budget movie, baby! Just set the entire thing in a radio station and for have, real. and it's like that. It really forces the script to be interesting, which I think is you know kind of a fun challenge. So, one of the movies I watched is a movie from two thousand eight called Pontypool. Have oh, you ever heard of that? I have, but I've never seen it. Same. It's it's one of those ones that shows up sometimes on like underrated horror lists. And I've never really given it the time of day. Not for any reason. I think I just like never got around to it. Um, but I watched it and I thought it was pretty good. I think that it uh, has room for improvement. But let me tell you a little bit about it so that you can decide for yourself. Uh, it is streaming on Sling or you can rent it. Uh, but it's about uh, basically a shock jock. <laughs> radio dj <laughs> named grant mazzy who uh has like he has like a very deep like art bell voice and i like he's like such good the the guy who they cast for is like perfect for radio dj and he mm. really like carries the movie so it's great choice um but he is a radio dj in a little radio station in a town called pontypool in ontario canada uh and so he has like the really early morning show he gets into work it's like a very normal day uh it's him his producer named Sydney and like an intern named Laurel Ann. And he is just kind of doing his normal thing. He has, he's kind of in hot water because he goes out of the rules of the radio sometimes and kind of goes on little rants. And then his producer is like, come on, Grant, pull it back. So it's like a normal day, but he's like getting, you know, he's getting a little testy when they have a check-in with their weather guy who is out on the town and he's, you know, calling in to, to do the weather report. And it seems normal at first until he reveals that there's an attack happening at a doctor's office down the street. Uh-oh. Uh, his call cuts out and Grant and the other people in the radio station are like, that was really weird. We don't know what's happening. Maybe this is like some weird kind of joke. Uh, and as the morning continues, they keep these other weird calls from Ken, the weather guy, about like this really mysterious thing that's happening. There's like riots in the streets down the street from them. Uh, and then they get a call from the BBC checking in about this like weird event that's happening. So they're like, okay, maybe this is real. Basically, over time, they start to feel really isolated. They're not sure what's really happening outside. All they have is this information that's coming in over the radio. They lock themselves into the radio station and it sort of begins to be clear that there is some kind of communicable infection like raging through this town Mm -hmm. uh and so they're like okay let's trap ourselves in here and see what happens Mm -hmm. the i'm just gonna kind of tell you about this whole movie and i don't think that it will ruin it if you are a person who still wants to see it um but maybe just like turn it down for maybe like a minute if you don't want to know spoiler it's a spoiler show it's a spoiler show we just spoil things <laughs> but uh but so it turns out that the disease that people are catching is turning them in essentially turning them into zombies where they are like you know become ravenous and want to eat each other and want to spread the disease but the disease is not spread by you know saliva or air it's spread by sound and so it's like this when somebody says a particular word or phrase that's when it catches on uh and so you start to like the way that they begin to notice like laurel ann the intern becomes sick and they notice it because she starts like stuttering and saying the same word over and over again and kind of getting stuck on the meaning of it and so it all kind of devolves from there and they these two, the two main characters who kind of end up making it through to the end, Grant, the DJ, and Sydney, his producer, try to overcome the disease by like, uh, by like saying nonsense words to each other over and over again. And it's like not really working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much Pontypool. It's like, it's very 
uh it's very 2008 that's when it came out and it's like very very indie uh-huh. um and I found it to be very interesting like I really wanted to know what was happening but the ending was felt very like a little too I don't know there's something about living in the year 2021 that makes it a lot harder to like enjoy the philosophical virus yeah <laughs> of like oh it's communicated by poetry basically and it's like yeah okay <laughs> it feels both like too unrealistic and too like uh metaphorical you know there's something like very it's just very very like indie twee um, mm-hmm. Which is fine. And, like, I think a lot of people really enjoy that because it is, like, it's a creative solution to the problem of zombies and, like, how they are, uh, like, how that illness is transmitted. But, like, for me, I was like, okay, you lost me. As soon as they, like, yield this, like, classic indie yep. twist, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, uh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say I found the premise to be very interesting uh, up until that point. And I did really like just the like the fact that it's totally contained in this one space is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun. I mean, it's not long. It was like an hour and a half. It was easy, easy breezy. Nice. Love to see radio DJs on TV. <laughs> exactly. So um, like I had said, uh, our show is haunted transmissions and scary sounds. And I was trying so hard. I know there's a lot of movies out there where people are uh triggered by a certain sound whether Mm -hmm. it's you know manchurian candidate style or um something else and i was trying really hard to think about those movies i mean halloween 3 is a great example but um i really it became me watching movies of the horror movies that feature a radio dj yes (laughs) so um which is perfect because here we are for the 10 years of radio for open ears pledge drive um and so i watched well let me tell you about one of my i did make a list of sounds in horror movies that scare me yes i love (laughs) Um, that but uh one of the movies with a radio host that i watched was um texas chainsaw massacre 2 oh nice from 1986 which the first part of the movie takes place in a radio station and the final girl, the main character of the movie is a radio host named stretch. Um, and she's real cute and fun and tough and sassy. Um, I deeply love the original Texas chainsaw massacre. Actually that goes under my list of horror movies with a, a sound that really sticks with me, which is the beginning of the original movie um has that camera flash sound oh, yeah, as so it's talking yeah as it's talking about the um the original crime um and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 does feature some of the same actors in the cannibalistic Sawyer family um technically or it's meant to be canon but um it's not really <laughs> um there's definitely that, uh, like so many beloved horror movies, 70s or 80s, um, their first installments uh, kind of take themselves more seriously. And then once they become franchises, become more horror comedies. I mean, like Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Dead takes itself much more seriously and Evil Dead 2 is very much a horror comedy. And same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, Stretch, the radio DJ, it gets a call um, into the radio station by these two college boy chuckleheads who, while they're on the phone with her, get attacked and killed by the Sawyer family. So she has a recording of this crime that happens and she plays it on the radio. Dennis Hopper plays the uh, detective investigating the Sawyer family crimes. And so they get in league with each other. And she plays the recording of the murder to get more attention um, to the event. And of course, the Sawyer family then comes after her because she's revealing the fact that they eat people and kill people. (laughs) Um, And they come after her. And it's very absurd. It's not good like the original. (laughs) It is a lot of fun. It's very colorful. The characters are way wackier. Uh, you have the the patriarch of the family 
uh, is the second time winner of the regional chili contest. And of course, nobody knows that people meet in there. Um, it's very, very silly. Uh, but I love to see a radio host hero. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Stretch yeah. is also a great DJ name. I know. She's very cool. Um, and that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is streaming on Tubi, I believe. Most of the movies I'm watching are streaming there. Yeah. Thanks, um, Tubi. Thanks, Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God. So we're talking about horror movies that feature radio stations and radio DJs or um, sinister sounds, scary sounds, all in honor of the radio for open ears. Ten years of radio for open ears. Pledge drive here on WGXC, Acre 90.7 FM. Please give us money. <laughs> Put a little coin in our pocket. You can uh, head on over to WGXC.org slash donate, or you can give us a little ring right into the studio at 518-697-7400. And, uh, you know, just keep us here. Keep us on the air, please. <laughs> keep us on the air. It's so important. It's so special. We're not owned by iHeartRadio. <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> no, we are Certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I so I'm gonna sound like kind of a real idiot, but um I think it was a law, a deregulation law for radio that passed in the 90s that basically allowed one corporation to own as many radio stations as they wanted to in a certain region, which is why now you you have a lot of um you know homogeny and among radio yeah. you hear a lot of the same songs and um so it makes independent radio all the more important because jenny and i we get to talk about whatever we want <laughs> and play whatever music we want and after 10 p.m we can cuss <laughs> uh, <laughs> so stick around stick around <laughs> or dim the lights after dark <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are all just a tiny fraction of the reasons that you should please do what you can to get behind supporting WGXC. Uh, head to WGXC.org slash donate. That's WGXC.org slash donate. Become a sustaining supporter. You can start out with you know $20 a month. And then if you get a little hard up, you can go <laughs> down to five. But you know, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's real easy. It's basically the cost of renting a movie once a month. Easy exactly. peasy. Get rid of your Amazon Prime subscription yeah, and start real. subscribing to WGXC. Yeah. <laughs> much better. <laughs> a much better use of your money. Um, Jenny, do you have any more radio themed horror movies or scary sounds to talk about? I do. I watched one other, like just radio DJ movie and I really liked it. I liked it a lot more than Pontypool. So mm -hmm. this is the one that I'm like, okay, pay attention. <laughs> okay. Pay attention. This one's important. Oh, I'm uh, excited. It's a movie called The Booth. Ooh. It's from 2005. It's hard to find. Uh, you can buy a DVD <laughs> uh, for like $8 uh, on Amazon Marketplace, or you can get it for, through more nefarious means, which I won't tell you how to do that, but you can do that on your own time, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's called The Booth. I really liked it. It is a Japanese movie directed by Yoshihiro Nakamura, uh, and it's about a also a radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not really a shock jock. He's a he's actually a love advice radio <gasps> DJ. Ah. Uh, which you know, if you've listened to WGXE, perhaps <laughs> you know that there is also a love advice radio show hosted by two mysterious hot people named Donna and Honey. You know, the Donna Donna and Honey's Love Motel. Just something to think about. Anyway, yeah, they're uh, out there. They're <laughs> out there. Uh, but so anyway, this movie, The Booth, is about a guy named Shingo, who's a radio DJ. Uh, he has a late night love advice show in Tokyo. And he also, similar to Pontypool, it's another normal night. He is in the studio. However, something's a little bit different. The studio that they're usually uh, recording from or broadcasting from is being renovated. So they have been, the whole station has been sent to an older studio, mm. one that's been around for kind of a long time. Ooh. And something that we know about this radio station is that a man killed himself in there once after he heard something very scary over the radio. 
So Shingo, he's just there. It's just another night. He's in the spooky booth, but he doesn't know. He's just there to do his love advice. So he's getting normal calls. The theme of the night is unpardonable words, which is a great <laughs> theme, which just means uh, unpardonable. Uh, unpardonable words, <laughs> which is it's basically just anytime someone you either were in a relationship with or had a crush on said something to you that you could never forgive. Uh-huh. Which I'm like, excellent theme. Excellent uh, theme. So it starts out very normally, but these stories, there's something kind of weird about them. They like when when somebody calls in and tells them a story, something is ringing in Shingo's mind of like this sounds familiar, but I don't know why. And then all of a sudden, a mysterious caller cuts through the line, and he just hears this really strange creaking sound oh, and the no. voice of somebody whispering "liar" over no. and over again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm scared. It's it's very, very creepy. And he's like, okay, this is just a weird joke. Like, cut it out. I don't want to talk about this anymore. But more and more people call in and they're like, I think I know what that weird voice was. Like, do you want to talk about it more? And he's like, no. And he gets really upset and doesn't want to talk about it. Because there's uh, something that we find out about Shingo is that he has recently done something really bad. And I'm not going to tell you what, because I want you to watch the booth. It sounds so scary. It's really scary. And he is basically over the course of this night, slowly being haunted by something coming, coming over the airwaves. Uh, and it's just really great. It was a very, it was very clearly both. It actually fit the Venn diagram very perfectly of like movie about a radio DJ and movie about a haunted transmission. Cause the transmissions themselves are indeed haunted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I really enjoyed it. It was, it's also really quick. I think it was like a cool 70 minutes or something, Ooh, maybe 75. Uh, nice. and it's like gets in, gets out, tells you a great story sold. Like it's, it almost felt like, um, like a solid, like twilight zone, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the booth. It's from 2005. I really enjoyed it. Uh, find it. Get oh. out there. Get out there. Listen to the booth. Um, Jenny, <laughs> I realized you made me think of that when you talked about the whispering on the phone. Um, I so rudely didn't return the question to you. You asked me what stock scary sound scares me the most. And I said um, slightly inaudible whispering from a location <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> what's the one that scares you the most (laughs) that's a really good answer the one that scares me the most at least in my mind right now is ominous thumping Mm. like I hate the sound of somebody knocking on a door yeah that's awful there's something about it that is just very (laughs) horrible to me (laughs) Uh, and and any kind any kind of like you know rapid thumping slow thumping they're all creepy to me to me they're all terrible (laughs) i hate it very much (laughs) oh man um jenny and i recently we went to the drive-in for the yearly horror fest at highway drive-in which is called dead till dawn and they played one of my favorite horror movies which is black christmas the original one from the 70s um and there's a scene basically it's you know that there's a killer in the sorority house um and you don't see him. Um, but when you finally do, you just hear his rapid whispering because he's talking to himself and the camera pans up to his single eye looking through a cracked door. And it scares me oh, so much. And that's what so made scary. me think about the whispering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I when we when we saw Black Christmas at Dead Till Dawn, that was my first time seeing it, and I was really surprised at how scary it was. It's, it's so it's, scary. It's very effective. It's like, oh my god, oh, yeah, horrible. Exactly. Uh, that's great. It's a great it's, great time to watch Black Christmas right now. It is. It's a really good time to watch Black Christmas. Um, okay, I watched another. It's not really a horror. It's a thriller but it's what I watched with my parents after they were like, we don't know what's going on in Dune. Who are they? I don't know any of these characters. What planet is this the planet where they live? They were very confused. So we switched it and we watched 1971's Clint Eastwood's directorial debut play Misty for me, um, which is really fun. It's uh, clearly a directorial debut. It's a little messy, Um The story is really good. It's a classic obsession thriller, Um, but it it would do really well, actually, I think, if it was revisited and redone by the right person, because 
because it was his directorial debut, it's unfortunately just a little flatter than it should be because um, it's, it is very thrilling. The story it's Clint Eastwood stars as a radio DJ in California, in uh, Carmel, California. And he has a regular caller to the station. He plays um, mostly jazz and he has a regular caller to the station who always requests miss the song misty she always says play misty yes um and one night he goes to a bar and he hooks up with this woman they have a one night stand but before they like that very night um she reveals to him that she's the one who's always calling in and asking him to play misty um but like so many obsession thrillers she's not going to let it be just a one night stand. Oh no. Um, she immediately shows up in his life right after behaving like they're a committed couple when he's like, Whoa, I am trying to get back with my ex who I'm still in love with. Like, I don't know. It's you're, you're on some trip, man. Um, and indeed she is, she's very (laughs) unwell. Um, she's very, very violent, very intense, very, uh, I had just come off of watching Misery with my dad, which is another movie that uses a person who's very unwell, reminds another person, I'm your biggest fan a lot. (laughs) So it's another I'm your biggest fan situation. Um, And yeah, she the actress who played the other woman who I'm going to look it up. Hold on one sec. Um, she really carried it honestly. Um, because most of the thrills did fall. A li- oh my God. It's Jessica Walter. Oh, Jessica oh my God. Walter. Incredible. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't realize that. Um, she plays Evelyn and, uh, who is the villain of the story. And she really, really carries it. Um, because the thrills otherwise are a little flat because it's kind of a, the story is told a little sloppily, but she is terrifying, truly terrifying. Um, and it was a lot of fun. That was streaming on Amazon and you got to pay for it. I don't have Amazon, so I had to pay for it. But, <laughs> um, that was Play Misty for me from 1971 featuring Clint Eastwood directorial debut and starring as radio show host Dave Garver. Oh, so fun. I've heard of that one, but I've never seen it. That's a great option for this. Yeah, I definitely still recommend it because, um, I mean, we both love obsession thrillers and it's a really good one. Again, I, I think it would do well uh, from a remake, a little update. Mm, um, totally. Yeah, it's- just to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, totally. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, wow, I just love... <laughs> I just love the radio. I love the radio so much. You know what? Maybe you also are having that momentary realization where you're like, the radio, it's just the best. And you know, you can do something about that. You, you can should, head on yeah. over, take your little take your little fingers and type them in and say wgxc.org slash please. And you go over there, you type in some dollars, type in your credit card information. And what are you doing? You're supporting local community radio. And isn't that yes. just the best? It just is the best. You know, Jenny, we're trying to get to a point where we actually don't have to have pledge drives anymore. Um, if we have enough sustaining supporters, we don't have to do this anymore. It's not like it's a big deal for us programmers. I mean, we're so thankful to have a radio show on our local station where not only just our friends and family, but people can listen literally anywhere in the world from online. Um, so we don't mind doing a pledge drive show here and there, but you know, one day it'd be great for us to not even have to do them. So we can just, we can just cover the costs of running a radio station. I mean, I say that's like a Royal we, um, (laughs) (laughs) or not the Royal we, but, um, we don't own the radio. An an abstract we of of WJXE. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so yeah, like Jenny said, please help us achieve that goal. It's, it's closer than you think, but we really do need your help. So call the radio station at 518-697-7400 or head to WGXC.org slash donate, become a sustaining support, la 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 la, sustaining supporter. (laughs) Um, or just like 
give us one million dollars right now yeah pocket change like really easy it's so fun and easy uh and hey this pledge drive is running through halloween eve so uh you know if this the scariest thing of all is losing wgxe so it really is uh, truly i said that in a funny voice Ah, for halloween but it's actually just genuinely very scary and i knocked over my microphone i got so scared (laughs) you know if you want more tricks you gotta give us some treats. Okay. It's true. <laughs> you wanna keep you wanna keep hearing those good tricks. Yeah. We, we, need, we need the treats. We need the treats. Hey, Amanda, do you have any other radio slash scary sound movies you want to talk about? Or should we slowly slide our way down the road? Wow, towards... the time went so fast. <laughs> no, really, it does every time. Okay, so can I rapid fire tell you about some yes. stuff really quick here? Yes, um, please. So there's a movie I didn't finish, unfortunately, from 1992, I'm pretty sure, called Bad Channels, which is very schlocky and terrible and very fun. It's a about a shock jock radio host mm-hmm. who uh, was recently kicked off the radio for being a naughty, naughty guy uh, and doing naughty, naughty things on the radio. But he gets finally rehired at this tiny little radio station in the middle of nowhere out west. Um, and it's the same night that an alien, uh, comes to earth and takes over the radio station and uses sound to, uh, basically, um, how do I (laughs) kind of hypnotize slash transform hot babes into tiny, he makes the alien makes them tiny and puts them in glass jars, collects, (laughs) he's collecting hot babes and he does it by, playing uh really cool songs and then somehow they get sucked through the radio waves and put into little glass jars wow i (laughs) love that (laughs) so that's bad channels and that is a very much a radio movie (laughs) um i also wanted to talk about 1984's night of the comet which is another Mm. horror comedy uh and it just takes a lot of it takes place in a radio station it's about some LA, some cool hip LA teens. And, uh, one night, um, a comet that I forget how I haven't seen it in a while and I didn't rewatch it for the show, but a comet does come and basically vaporizes all the adults. So the teenagers run LA. Nice. (laughs) Um, yeah, exactly. I forget exactly how the vaporization happens, but just teens left over. They got the run of the place um, and they take refuge. The main characters take refuge in a radio station because, baby, when it all goes down, radio's still here. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Those waves are still in the air. <laughs> Folks, when the main when the mainframe goes down, radio will still be here. And it's you're going to be glad that you gave money to WGXC so we're still on the air when you need us most (laughs) (laughs) um so there's those two movies that's great I also I'm sorry no please I'm like thrilled please keep going rapid fire (laughs) it was a lightning round (laughs) I also wanted to mention urban legend um which is from the early 2000s (laughs) very or sorry no it's not it's from 1998 (laughs) Um, great movie but Tara Reed plays a college station host and she's also an advice host um but it's a very dirty dirty advice show um lots of very explicit sex talk but she's like a sexy radio host on the mm-hmm. college campus and she gets murdered but great radio host moment in a horror movie. <laughs> that's the uh the other movie that I watched but I did not just talk about that did use as our promotional image uh is the fog which does have a beautiful beautiful adrian barbeau as uh stevie the radio mm-hmm. host which is so fun there's just there's a lot of great horror movies that just happen to have radio djs in them because radio djs make great protagonists they really <laughs> do and i had some other scary sounds to talk about but really um the last thing i want to talk about is episode eight of Twin Peaks, The Return, um, which is known as part eight. And I'm not going to say too much because Jenny hasn't seen The Return. And if you haven't seen The Return, I just, 
I'm so thankful for all the people that didn't tell me anything. And also there's nothing to tell. It's insane, but there's an absolutely terrifying radio station moment in episode eight. Um, truly just absolutely awful and terrifying in in a way that only Lynch could do. Um, but it involves a, a being repeating a poem over the airwaves of a, um, a radio station called KPJK, which is in New Mexico. And I just want to read you this very scary poem um, that gets read over the radio in that episode. This is the water and this is the well. Drink full and descend. The horse is the white of the eyes and dark within. <laughs> wow. It's so scary. <laughs> so it's a very um, scary sound and scary moment in radio. Please watch Twin Peaks The Return. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's my winter thing that I'm going to do this winter. I'm finally going to watch Twin Peaks The Return. I'm very excited. <sighs> yes. Yes. I Delightful. Thought I was prepared, but I wasn't. And you yeah. never will be, but it's totally. <laughs> All right. I mean, our hour goes by so fast. This has been Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. We're not totally done yet, but I am going to take a beat to just tell you once again, I can't tell you enough. <laughs> Give us money. Please head to wgxc.org slash donate and become a sustaining supporter today. Even just $5 a month is a huge help. I promise you won't even notice that it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's just truly, I feel so lucky to be able to come here and be on the radio with you, my friend, and also just live in a place that has such a beautiful program as WGXC. I love all the things they do. It makes me really happy to hear them when I'm just driving in my car. It feels, it's like truly such an incredible sense of community. And uh, I hope that you feel that way too, if you're listening right now. Just shoot us a couple couple bucks if you got them. Please, please do. Uh, we're on the radio every second and fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. And each episode, we pick a new theme. Tonight has been haunted transmissions and spooky sounds in honor of our 10 years of Radio for Open Ears pledge drive. Uh, Jenny, are there any other scary sounds you want to talk about? Well, so it's not a scary sound so much as I do have a recommendation for you specifically, my friend Amanda. <laughs> I have a recommendation for you specifically, my friend Amanda, and anybody out there who is looking for an 80s horror comedy. Maybe you watched Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola movie, and you were like, I like this, but I want something funnier. Here's what I have. Here's what I'm going to lay here at your feet. Yeah. I know you don't really like that movie. So <laughs> that pitch isn't really for you. You know what? But... <laughs> I'm softening on it. I'm softening on it. It is a mood piece. The reason that I compare it to that is because this is also a Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker adaptation. However, it is a movie from 19, 1988, which I just watched last night called The Lair of the White Worm. Oh my God. I've always wanted to see that because I love Ken Russell. <laughs> yes. Okay. So The Lair of the White Worm is currently streaming on Amazon. If you have it, you can also rent it if you don't, or I'm sure you could probably get it at a library or something. Yeah. Uh, it is a Ken Russell movie. It is super weird and funny and spooky. And it's like a folk horror movie. Yeah. It has a truly lovely little cast of pre-1990s Hugh Grant, uh, yes. Peter Capaldi, also very young, Catherine Oxenberg, and Amanda Donahoe, who I don't know, but is incredibly hot, so I want to say her name, and she also does a lot for this movie, <laughs> uh, yeah. but it's about Peter Capaldi is uh, basically like doing some archaeology on these on this house that belongs to these two girls who are sisters and he finds a mysterious skull that looks like a dragon skull uh and there's a very mysterious woman who lives in a big mansion nearby named uh, -oh. uh lady sylvia who makes a lot of snake jokes <laughs> uh and there's it turns out there's uh, something to do with uh you know worshiping a snake god in this area of england and it's just so fun i really loved it it's ken russell so it has it's like very like there's these crazy technicolor dream sequences but it's also very funny and has some camp to it and it's also a little homoerotic uh and it's also just like a totally a great movie i really enjoyed it a lot uh i think if you were look, it was really it really scratched the itch for me of like a folk horror that also 
um, just has like that really that 80s flavor. Mm. Um, 80s England flavor. Mm, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I had a great time. It's funny you bring that up because I told you about that documentary I watched recently and they talked about that movie. Um, I really want to see it. I love yeah. Ken Russell. Jenny, I have a recommendation specifically for you, my friend, that's yes. also vampiric. Have you ever seen Kronos? I still have not seen Kronos, even though you know I love Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> it's Guillermo del Toro's directorial debut. Kronos is a vampire story, but also involves a very mysterious device. And people, I don't think it was terribly well received, but it's amazing. It's very Guillermo. It has a lot of tenderness, a lot of sweetness. It's very, very creative.